Well, it was bound to happen. It happens once in a while. Not very often, but we were involved in an accident this week. So I ended up coming home early. So you want to hear the details and want to hear what we did right and what we did wrong? Stay tuned. All right, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, so let me give you the scene. Going westbound on I-80 right there by North Platte. It's a beautiful day. It's, you know, you know what? I'm not even sure what time it was, but it was daylight. It was beautiful. I was sleeping in the bunk. Co-driver, he was, uh, he was driving. You know, he's still fairly fresh. He's a good driver. I got no problems. I'm sleeping back there quite comfortable. I hear a loud crash. Boom. Truck hits the shoulder, drops off the shoulder. Bunk lifts up underneath me. I hear some yelling. I get up. There's all these boxes and shit that moved around the sleeper. All right, get that stuff out of the way. At first, I thought the thing had caved in, like we hit something, you know, from the roof, but we didn't. Get that stuff moved up, see what's going on. Found out somebody hit us. Not only did they hit us, but they tried to run. Then I got dressed. The cops got there. Walked up to where this guy was, started talking to him. He was drunk. Well, the, I talked to his passenger. Let's get that clear. I talked to his passenger. He was gone. The cops took him out away right away. He got about a half a mile on two flat tires. So he hit us in the side. His passenger side hit our side, driver's side. It was a dually pickup truck. He took out his tires and messed up his truck seriously. Uh, bent our rim, took out the hub seal, not too much damage. But it was more, it looked worse than what it was. Okay. Now when I'm done, I'll tell you what we did right and what we did wrong. So, got some pictures. Always take pictures. Always take pictures. You can never take enough pictures. Walked up, got the guy to smile, the passenger. Always get them to smile if they can't, uh, you know, if they're smiling, it means that, you know, they're less likely to cause you problems in court, saying they're in pain. All right, walk back to the truck. Cops looked at the evidence on the ground, you know, skid marks, things like that. Everything proves my guy's telling the truth. Okay. Tow truck comes, picks up our truck. We broke the hub seal and bent the steer tire rim. Can't drive that. So they took it to the tow truck yard. Tow truck yard, hauled the trailer down the rest of the way to Denver. We went to Denver, went to the hotel. We're out of hours, can't sleep. Went went to the hotel, got up, went went back to Chicago the next day, didn't finish up the run. And we've been off since. We go back to work Tuesday morning. Okay, so that's what happened. Drunk driver hit us. Now here's what we did wrong. Well, first, here's what we did right. Let's just say what we did right. I was asleep. First thing I did right was I had the netting up. Always put the netting up when you're in the bunk. Things are going to happen when you're back there and you don't know what's going on. 
and it's too, it's you can't react fast enough. So I have the netting up. The netting is the it's like a seatbelt when you're a sleeper driver. It doesn't lay right on top of you. It goes, some of them do, I guess, but it goes right over the top of you. And then that way, if there's an accident, it kind of keeps you from getting bounced around too much. In my case, it stops stuff from falling on me. Okay. It's a double truck, double bunk truck. All right. That's what I did right, right away. Went to sleep, put the netting up. This was a minor thing, but it's could have saved me a lot of problems. Or it did save me a lot of problems because I didn't get hurt at all. Then the mattress absorbed all the. Yeah, the impact. You know, I didn't feel anything hard, and they just Rob yelling. All right, what did he do right? What did my co-driver do right? Well, first, okay, before we get into my co-driver, let's say what the drunk did. The drunk swerved, and he swerved into our truck. Okay, that's what he did wrong. And then, instead of owning up to it, he tried to make a run for it. On two flat tires, he got about half a mile. Okay, <laughs> you're not going to get very far in two flat tires. Uh, also, there was witnesses. It was during the day, so we got witnesses on it. So that's another thing we got right that he got wrong. All right, witnesses told everything that happened. That's all we need. We just need him to tell what happened. We're clean. We're good. All right, what did my guy do right? My guy driving, he kept the truck straight. He didn't overreact. He was a little surprised by getting hit during the day like that. It was, you know, it was just out of nowhere. But he got the sh truck on his shoulder. He got it under control. He didn't lose control of the truck. He didn't flip it. He didn't do anything crazy. He didn't overreact. That's what he did right. Okay. He also yelled out what he was doing as he was doing it so that I could hear what was going on. That was another thing he did right. This way I'm in the bunk not wondering what's going on because I can't. Yeah, I can't leave that netting until the truck stops. Because I know somebody that did once, and the truck flipped over, and the guy lost all his teeth because he got bounced around the, the inside of the cab. You know, because he, uh, the truck rolled right as he was getting out of the net. So if you get in an accident like that, stay in the net. Stay until you know for sure you're stopped. All right, that's what my guy did. He uh, yelled out what was going on and, you know, made sure I was okay. I yelled back that I was okay. Okay, now what did we do wrong? Well, we did a couple things wrong, or things that we could do better would probably be a better way to say it. On the top bunk, we had a couple of canisters, you know, uh, storage containers. In those containers, you know, just uh, wet wipes, paper towels, stuff like that, nothing major. Uh, we didn't have that properly secured, okay? And we were going to do that. We are going to lift the bunk up, put the mattress up against the back wall and then use the lip of the mattress to hold the containers and we hadn't done that yet if we had did that those three canisters when they came crashing down when they came crashing down they hit the net and then bounced off of it and got wedged between the net and the curtain to the front that's why when i got up then i turned the light on i didn't see the light and i thought the truck had you know the, i thought it was the roof was caved in i wasn't sure what was going on i just woke up i didn't know what was going on all right, so that's the one thing we, that we didn't do right. We should have properly secured the stuff in the sleeper a little better. All right, and that is something we're definitely going to do. You know, when we get the truck back, we're going to make sure we secure everything because everything in there that's loose is a projectile. All right, that was bad. That was not a good thing to do. That's where we screwed up. We screwed up on that big time. So it wasn't major. Nobody got hurt but I could see where somebody could have. 
So we will secure everything. What else did we do right? We took pictures. I took pictures of everything. Always take pictures of everything. Talk to the cops. When the cops show up, don't you know you're in the right. Don't be afraid to talk to the cops. Let them know that you know you're in the right and that what happened and to get aggressive about it. Don't be tempted. You know, I mean, don't be a jerk about it, but don't be timid. Don't be running away like you're like you're afraid of them because you have no right to you have no reason to be afraid of them. You know you're in the right. And they're there to help you. So talk to the cops. All right. Those are the big things. What else do we do is wrong? Ooh, I honestly can't think of anything. Oh, the other thing we did was right was we ended up going to the hotel because this happened in the middle of my shift and I couldn't get my 10 hour break, which was kind of a bummer because I, you know, just wanted to deal with it. But the next morning when we left out, you know, what we did right was I had Rob, Rob drive. I knew he'd be a little nervous about driving after just getting hit and he get in an accident. So that's why I made sure he drove. I wanted to make sure he can drive. He's a good driver. But the longer you go after something like that and driving, the, the harder it gets. He did just fine. And quite honestly, when I went back to the bunk and when I went to sleep, because when we were at the hotel, I stayed awake so that I could go to sleep when I got back in the bunk. I had absolutely no problem sleeping with this guy driving, even though he just got into an accident. Because I know it wasn't his fault, and I know he's a good driver. I've been a driver 25 years. I've seen lots of accidents, and I've, I personally haven't been in one. But I've been in one where I was in the sleeper. I was in the sleeper maybe, I don't know, five or six times. The truck got into an accident. Uh, twice with a steer tire. Uh, once a vehicle on the shoulder, uh, this thing where the guy got sideswiped and I can't think there. Oh, once when the truck caught on fire, uh, trailer brakes caught on fire. They were catching for some reason. They were just barely dragging. So a different guy, he didn't realize they were dragging because it was so subtle and they heated up and he had to pull over. Those are the only times I can really think of. I'm sure there's more, but there's, you know, there's nothing, nothing major anyway. I've been lucky. You know, it can happen to anybody. So what else did we do right? We didn't overreact. And this is the big thing. When this initially first started, I didn't do this in order, obviously, but when this initially first started, I got dressed. I got up there. I told my guy, I said, Rob, I'm going to go check on these people. And I'm going to go see what's going on with the cops. And I'm going to go see what's going on. You get your paperwork together. You get your head together. And you figure out what you just did. Because I'm not a reliable witness. I was asleep when it happened. I honestly have no idea what happened. So he's got to talk to him. And all I'm going to do is say, I I was asleep. I didn't see anything. How could I? I actually was asleep, and I didn't see a thing. I didn't know anything until I heard Rob yell, and I heard the crash. I'm sure it was a crash first, then I heard Rob yell. So... Get, you know, figure out what it is. Now, even though you know your paperwork's clean and you know your logbook's up to date and all that other stuff, if you're in a sleeper truck, have your co-driver run interference for you and double-check everything. Make sure everything's up to par. Make sure you're safe. Make sure you got everything that you need to give to the cops. Insurance, uh, registration, your license, uh, medical card, all that stuff. You know, whatever it takes, you know, make sure you get all that stuff ready for them. 
because they're going to want to see it. They're going to want to see your registration. They're going to want to see your IFTA. You know, they're going to want to see all that stuff, your license. You know, don't go digging for it when he comes up and asks for it. Have it ready for him. Because they want to get it, they want to get you going. They want to get you off the shoulder. You know, they want to get going down the road too. They don't want to sit on the shoulder longer than they have to. Now, that's what happened. But everything worked out. Nobody got hurt. Uh, the driver of the pickup truck, they took him away. I didn't see him. In fact, by the time I got dressed and walked up there, he was about half a mile. He stopped about a half a mile ahead of us. By the time I got up there, the cops had already taken him away. So I don't know what, what the deal was with him. I, don't, I didn't even know he was drunk until the next day. I knew there was something wrong with the passenger, but I wasn't sure what. You know, it's just, what are you going to do, you know? Uh, am I nervous about driving again? No. It's because I know I got a good co-driver. I know it wasn't his fault. I know he's a safe driver. In fact, he's overly safe. He's overly cautious. Checks everything. He's paranoid. I knew he was going to be a little fidgety the next day. You know what? Everybody is. You get into an accident, you're going to be a little fidgety. That's why you have your, if you're a team driver, you have your co-driver do that stuff for you. Because he's not going to be fidgety because he wasn't the one directly involved. So he can run around and he can ask questions. And maybe his head's going to be a little clearer because he's not as nervous or the thing, you know, it just didn't happen to him. When something like that happens to you, it shakes you up a little bit. You know, it kind of startles you. So if you're a team driver, utilize that time. Utilize your co-driver. You know, have him run interference for you. That's what you're there for. You're a team. Look out for each other. If you're a solo guy, get all your shit together. You know, just do just do the best you can. And like I said, take photos. But when you're a team, it's easier because your co-driver can take the photos. He can talk to the people. He can get witness reports. He can record. I got an audio recorder. You know, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna get reports. I'm gonna make sure my guy's covered. You know, if he's if he's innocent, I'm gonna make sure I get proof that he's innocent. And if he's not innocent, then we'll just deal with him. You know, but uh, we haven't had that problem yet. Usually, you know, we're a big wall, and sometimes people run into us. How did the drunk run into us on a beautiful day in Nebraska on flat ground? I have no idea. He must have been really twisted. I know the passenger was. He was really stupid, or he was had a little incest thing going on there, or maybe he was drinking all day long. I'm not sure much. Either way, you know, I knew my dri my guy was clean. I know he's a good driver, and like I said, best thing he did, he was yelling out what was going on as it was going on. This way, I'm in the bunk. I know what's going on, and I don't panic because, quite honest, I had no idea what was going on. It happened so fast. I woke up, I heard his crash, and woke up, and I heard him yelling, and I was like, oh, shit. You know, I wasn't sure what was going on. And then the truck hit the shoulder, dropped off the shoulder. Felt like it fell for a long time, but it, I guess it didn't. It only fell a couple inches, you know, when it went off the pavement and off the shoulder, so it was no big deal. Now, we busted the rim and the hub seal, so we had to get a tow truck. Tow truck came out, lifted us up. Guy was very professional. Uh... Oh, I give him my card. Hopefully, I'll get him on here. I think it was Hertz, Hertz Tow Truck Company. Hertz. Oh shit! You know what? I I'm gonna have to look it up when I get him on there. But anyway, these guys are amazing. They were in Norplatt. Uh, it was a young guy. He did a great job. He picked up the truck clean. He was smooth. I couldn't have been happier with the service. Yeah, they really were professional. It was a great company. They had a nice. Uh, 
you know, a nice little shop. It was family run. His mom and dad run the place. He works for him. I couldn't ask for more. I mean, it was really, we got lucky by a good tow truck company. These guys actually care. You know, and I really got the impression that you know, they really cared about what they were doing. I picture, I don't, I don't have a picture of their uh, truck here, but I don't know. I'll see what I can find. But anyway, that's what happened. So you get into an accident, that's what you do. You do those things, you'll be fine. Are you going to get into an accident? Hopefully not. But you're out here long enough, it's going to happen. And it's something you got to watch out for. All right? So that's pretty much all I got. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. By the way, when we were doing this, another driver pulled over immediately. And he gave the report. And the report that he gave, you know, saying what happened, cleared my guy immediately with the cops and also with the company. So if you are behind someone, you see your witness to an accident, immediately pull over, you know, give a witness statement, you know, help a brother out, okay? Um, I'm also thinking about putting a dash cam in the window. Don't have one? I think I'm going to get one. This has convinced me that I should get one. We were clear this time, but maybe we won't next time. I think it's a small price to pay. So I'm thinking about that. I haven't, I'm entertaining ideas on which ones yet. I really don't know what's the best one again. I'm going to look into that. I'll let you guys know what I decide. You know, it's something I'm looking into. Or, well, I haven't looked yet, but I'm starting. All right. Now, I got to finish reading uh, Ed Miller's book. The, uh, you know, the trucking guy. I, I left the truck, you know, the book in the truck. So I can't get to it. So I can't finish it. So I want to hurry up and finish that so we can get that interview. Because that's going to be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Remember, news is on Tuesdays now. Tuesday, 6 a.m. it releases. Because we're on a new bid, okay? By the way, this was the first week of the new bid. And we wrecked the truck. Well, the ram and the hub seal, which really isn't that big a deal. And they probably had to do an alignment, but still, it just sucks. You know, I would rather, you know, I, I get paid for stuff like this by the hour when things like this happen. But quite honestly, I'd rather get paid for the getting the job done. I'd rather be known for, you know, doing doing what I need to do, you know, and getting the freight there on time. That's what I'd rather be known for. Not for wrecking the truck. But like I said, I wasn't a sleeper. But that being said, if I was driving, it it would have happened to me too. There's no way that uh, Rob could have avoided this. Absolutely no way. Yeah, the guy was drunk. He didn't, uh, I guess he didn't see us. He swerved in the lane and he hit us. And he got two flat tires. <laughs> he tried to make a run for it. Yeah, well, what an idiot. All right, anyway, that's all I got. If you have any questions about stuff like this, give me a call, 414-666-1926. That's 414-666-1926. And, you know, ask any questions you got. Also, I'm still looking for pictures of rides from around the world. I'd love to see what your trucks look like from around the world. I'd love to post them on the Facebook page. Or post them on the Facebook page. Send them to me at Kingfish at uh, kingfishcafe at gmail.com yeah, or, or come on the show I'd love to hear how other countries do their trucking I don't know anything about you know how do you truck in Pakistan I want to know how do you truck in India I want to know how do you how do you truck in Russia you know send me some information I want to know I want to see how you guys do it that's what I want I want to see how you guys do it around the world 
Ireland. I think I, I think I know an Irish driver I could find. But I want to know, I want to know how you guys do it around the world. I think it's fascinating. All right. All right. One last thing. I didn't get hurt at all. I had a tiny scratch in my leg. Big deal. In fact, I'm not even sure if that was from the accident. Rob, he's a little banged up, but I think that's from clenching up and, you know, and anticipating the crash. You know, and he was a little banged up. Me, I didn't even know about it until after the guy hit us. So I was fine. So, like I said, number one thing he did right, didn't lose control of the vehicle, yelled out what he was doing, so I knew not to panic. And then me, don't get out of the bunk, don't get out of, don't undo that seatbelt. You know, the netting for the sleeper until you, until you come to a stop and you know you're safe. And always, always wear the netting. I know some people don't like to wear it, but trust me. If I didn't wear the netting, the, you know, I probably would have got a broke nose or, you know, something like that probably would have happened. Or I would have got thrown out of the bunk or who knows. Always wear the netting, okay? Five times in the last 25 years, I've seen people go the wrong way on the interstate. I was lucky that they never hit me, okay? Some people aren't that lucky. I've seen some head-on collisions because drunks were going the wrong way in the interstate. This guy was going the right way. He was just drunk. So, all right, that's all I got. And you'll hear from me again tomorrow when the news comes out. All right, Kingfish out.